This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, friends and countrymen and foreign aid workers alike. What's up? It's Mr. Secretary, Jamel Johnson. This is the Airbuds. You, you fucking smarty arty art fart. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, here's the show. It started. I'm Mike. <laughs> I'm Peter. I was maybe... That was, the weirdest, that was the weirdest introduction yet, for sure. I'm, get, I'm getting worse. Someone's multiple seasons into Taylioni's Madam Secretary. Yeah, literally, you know. Peter, before you got here, Jamel was out of breath because he ran from his living room. <laughs> he said, sorry, I was finishing an episode of Madam Secretary. <laughs> that's funny, Mike, because that's also the same experience I've had every time we've done a walk this last week, too, is it's like, hey, what's up? I'm Just always a couple Madam minutes Secretary. late. Yeah. Things are getting serious. She thought that the president was trying to fire her, but he actually just asked her to be vice president. It's an election year. Did you did you move on from police procedurals given our current climate to just pure political thrillers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to take them out from the inside and I'm trying to uh just advance my thinking. Right. Your anti-paw um, patrol. Yeah, yeah. I'm off the paw patrol. <laughs> I did, sure. man. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I got a box of kicks, which also pissed me off because they didn't have very berry kicks anymore. They it was honey kicks. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll eat your kicks still. But it was Paul Patrol on the box, and I ate them as fast as I could because I was ashamed. <laughs> well, this is a podcast about basketball. Uh let's get some plugs out of the way up top. Uh go to Airbuds Pod on Twitter, Instagram, all the socials. Uh that's where we're at. Uh, if you want to go support us, but really support Black Lives Matter because we're donating all of our Patreon money to Black Lives Matter for the foreseeable future, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Uh, you'll get for $5, you'll get uh, bonus content. You'll get access to the Slack channel. Uh, Jamel is doing regular video content at this point. I got um, the Michael Banner. I got the Michael Banner. Hello, my name is Michael Banner Mix. I was very uh, touched to see that Jamal went live on Twitch uh, with a playlist I made uh, with only Alan Iverson videos. Very fun. Um, it ended up getting sadder than I wanted. It was a very emotional broadcast. Alan Iverson is an emotional like topic. Like you cannot celebrate the greatness without acknowledging the tragedy in his life. This is facts. When I think yeah. of a man, when I think of like being off three Long Island iced teas and on the verge of tears, I think of Allen Iverson. That's his resting state, man. Yeah. And it might have never been like that if he had not been framed for a crime he did not commit and sent to prison as a teenager. Uh, Facts. Yeah. 
Um, anyways, yeah, go to patreon.com slash airputs pod and uh, we'll donate all the money to good causes. Now, let's get right into it. Guys, we've got a very special guest. Uh, you've already heard him, um, which is not a crime. I always say guests can talk whenever they want, but we'll introduce him eventually. Uh, but he is a rapper and also has fucked with us since like day one. And I want to get yeah. into why, but please welcome the very terrific, the very funny, the very illustrious young nut. That was crazy. What an introduction. Thank prolific. You so the prolific young nut. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. I feel very blessed. <laughs> now, I think uh, I think we found each other because, like, way back in the day, your, your Twitter name used to be Fuck Airbud. And so when we started our Twitter account, Airbud's Pod, I think we just naturally found each other, but yeah. then uh, wound up being mutual fans, I hope. Uh, why, why fuck Airbud? I had a, this is a true story. I had a dream when I was like a senior in high school, I think, that I met Airbud, but he was like really anti Semitic. <laughs> I, like I was like a dream that he was just spewing some like anti Jew shit. And then I woke up and then I just kind of, that was like a bit that I had for a while. But yeah, fuck Airbud. Yeah. And then Airbud blocked me on Twitter, like very, very soon after I changed my ad, I didn't even, I did not tweet at them at all. I'm just blocked on Twitter. That means that the Airbud account is like trolling the internet looking for people hating them. Yeah, it's kind of weird. How is that a verified account, by the way? They haven't made a movie since. He's been dead for 20 years. The dog is fucking dead. He died uh, like less than a year after (laughs) the movie came out. Fun fact. Oh, that's (laughs) kind of sad. Damn, that is sad. I mean, he, he was also in the movie like six different dogs, as we learned when we rewatched it. The too. first movie? Yeah. It was no. like, oh, really? Yeah. They used like a ton of different dogs in that first movie. Remember we That's went through this? Up. Did we? I, I, I don't think there remember was like fact. one main one, but I feel like for a lot of the tricks and a lot of like other things of like, yeah, he had like a lot of uh, Airbud doubles. Yeah, during the uh, during the basketball scenes, it was Reggie Miller in a furry outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Just hitting jump shots. That would have been actually like really cool if they did that. <laughs> if that was just like the action shots for that movie. How did we, they get the actual like shots of his dog like playing basketball? So I know way more about Airbud than <laughs> a normal person should. Uh Airbud was discovered uh because he was on David Letterman way back in the day when they used to do stupid, stupid pet tricks. And his bit was he could hit jump shots and then uh he like the guy the owner like milked that for every fucking last cent he could took it on like every local news channel took the dog ever he could and then eventually disney signed the dog to a talent deal that worked yeah he hustled and it worked uh fun fact also there were still like 10 vials of Airbud cum in a freezer in the owner's house no we need we need some of that cum i uh (laughs) I, uh, my friend Joe Vikes, shout out Joe Vikes. I know he listens occasionally, but he's a journalist who actually, uh, it's a very fun article. Go Google it. But he, he, he endeavored to find the uh, final resting place of Airbud, <laughs> which doesn't exist. Nobody knows where Airbud's remains are. Whoa. But in the process, talked to the owner and learned that the owner has like vials of cum. What's he doing with him? 
they're just like in his freezer next to the waffles. <laughs> you could just you could just get a dog pregnant with those right away. You don't need to hold those. You could sell it for so much money too. Yeah. yeah. What's his What's his plan? But here's the thing. He's like he's saving it because like apparently Airbud is like the dog is so pure and talented and and like the perfect dog. But the dog died of cancer, so the genetics aren't perfect. <laughs> sell as it to as the military. We, as soon as we end systemic racism through our Patreon, we should then shift all of our proceeds to buy some of that cum i like that 2023 yeah we'll 2023 say. we're buying airbuds cum yeah if you oh. guys if you're listening right now go to airbuds pod if we get to 500 patreon supporters uh the three of us and i'm just gonna add young nut here because his name is nut we're all drinking yeah. airbuds cum you said drink. Why oh, you drink? Why do you always take it to another? I thought double? we. Why yeah, thought we was going to share like a timeshare? Yeah. No, we were nope. signing up for a timeshare, young. We not know. We're throwing, yes, we're throwing that in defrost mode in the microwave. <laughs> no, gonna... Welcome to collaborating with Mike, where it goes from zero to eleven immediately. Yeah, I can do a one-hour podcast, and now I'm drinking dog. <laughs> <laughs> And that's, crazy. Uh, that's only if you go to patreon.com slash airpods pod. That is true. There, it is a lot. We got a lot to do before a, a drop of semen touches my lips. But yeah, just oh, like Lord. we have a lot of a lot more work to do to end systemic racism. And we have a lot more work to do before we drink dog cum. That's right. P- yeah. Peter, did you even say you were here? I feel like I, I gave such a shitty intro. And then, you know, Michael uh, volunteered our bodies. And I might have forgot you was even in this thing, Peter. No, no, I, I just we were out of order. That's why it all felt weird. Yeah, I no. didn't know if you were done. And then Mike jumped in. It was I saw the stunned look on Peter's face in response to your intro. <laughs> and I just was like, someone needs to do something. And I hopped in. I didn't know. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> Uh, but let's get back to Young Nut. <laughs> Unless we want to keep going down the dog cum path. I don't know. No, no, but, uh, no. Let's get back to the human nut, let's, please. Let's, please. Let's, let's dive in a little bit. Um, so <laughs> a little bit. dive right into the nut. Uh, let's, let's talk. Tell me about what it's like being a rapper in the year 2020. Because uh, it's fucking different than it's ever been. Uh, the music industry is fucked more than it's ever been. We're in a pandemic now. It's even more fucked. What's it like being a rapper? You do numbers on Spotify. I see your shit. Yeah, I do okay. I, I kind of got fucked recently because of the pandemic. Uh, right before the pandemic started, I signed a distribution deal. Uh, and a lot of it was uh, like in the contract. Uh, it's like I get... Uh, I had like a guarantee, it was like a number of a contract, but like part of it was guaranteed and the rest was contingent on like the amount of streams my song gets. And then we entered a global pandemic and then race riots, uh, which are obviously very important, um, but also no one wants to listen to Young Nut music during those things, which yeah. is like fair. Right, yeah. I would but, say. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, you mean you didn't, you, you've never heard I don't eat ass uh, blaring over the speakers at a protest? No, and I would be <laughs> extremely uncomfortable if that, that was goes, happening. I don't eat ass. We shall overcome. <laughs> Fuck All the right, by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Fuck the police. Yeah. I don't eat ass, but I eat dog cum. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. fair, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, but, uh, you know, we're pulling for you. 
Oh, Hopefully thank this you. shit all ends. <laughs> you gave it all you had, nigga. That was crazy. I you really, you, you really wound up for that. No, it, it is going well though. I got a lot of stuff I'm working on. I'm working with some cool people too, so things things are happening for sure. Anything you can tease, or you don't want to get anything out? Uh, uh, not really, because it's like collaborations I have with people that uh, aren't like set in stone but are like completed songs. I don't know if they're ever coming out, but right. uh, some cool stuff for sure. So yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing stuff. I How'd was, you get it? Oh, go on. Oh, my bad. I was in, I guess in like another universe today, I was supposed to move to Los Angeles. Oh, but now oh, I live in my mom and dad's house. <laughs> Let's Where is that? go. Uh, it's in Phoenix. It was like before Corona shit, I was about to move. Like, You're the guy out in Phoenix, dude. I feel like I've seen you post like several really good seats, pics of you in really good seats at the America Airlines Arena. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan. I was trying, I was potentially doing some stuff with the Suns too. Potentially. That oh was, really? That's, that's one of the things that is not set in stone. That is for sure not going to happen. But was briefly talked about. So it was exciting at the time. I mean, let's make Back. it happen because then you would be you would be the second guest on our podcast to have done a, a hip hop collaboration with an NBA team. Uh, oh, who's the first friend one? of the pod, Jensen Carp, aka Hot, oh, hell yeah. Hot Carl, did, a, did, Hot did some Carl. songs for uh, the Clippers. Yeah, and like NBA Live, I'm a huge Hot Carl fan. Yeah, it was one of my uh, white rapper inspirations for sure. Shout out, Jensen. Uh, shout out Jensen also for like getting fucking roasted on Twitter where people so like funny. people did not know who he was. <laughs> like, did you guys see that, Jamel no. Dieter? No, not Rob. He Thank said you. something about how good Run the Jewels 4 is, and then uh and then someone screen crapped screen capped his tweet and then screen capped uh another tweet of his where he like posted himself in like a corny outfit. <laughs> and just to be like, you know, like here's what a fucking white rap nerd cares about like roasting him but like no one knew that like this is like a guy who like literally has collaborated with kanye west on songs rtj4 was fantastic too well he said he said uh run the jewels had the best four album oh like yeah, that's run right. in rap music history which is a which, hot take it is a very hot take. that yeah. is a steaming hot take i don't yeah, know if i agree with it but i feel incorrect. like if any white person can get that take off, it would probably be Jensen. I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, if I'm running for Senate, I'm going to say that. But uh, <laughs> volume one, in Atlanta volume two. Or in, in Georgia, maybe. It, pick any four of Jay-Z's albums and you got the no. best four run. Ma anything? Carta? No. <laughs> okay, wait, sorry. Look, anything Black album and back is all four. I would except say... Pick the entire Outcast discography, and you sure. got that beat. Yeah, that's what everyone says in their replies. The Outcast yeah. one, which is probably which is, yeah, right that's a classic classic white people response as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I I am white. Nah, I don't know if you guys. Know. Yeah, you are white. You don't have to. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Should you? Okay, should you guys be apologizing for being white? Let's get to it. Is it your <laughs> fault that you're white? It's not my fault for being white, but it's my fault for uh, not not realizing i'm white for much of my life i don't know <laughs> when see, was the first day you found out you were white peter tell me um 
definitely found out I was white before I found out I was Jewish. That's for sure. Okay. Um, probably, I don't know, pre- preschool. Found out in preschool when I was in, when I was like, oh, not everyone's white here. Is that it? Is that, is that, I know this is supposed to be better, better, more engaging or like funny or also like informative, but it's, it's, it's really not. You oh, didn't get out of a jaywalking ticket? You didn't get out of a jaywalking ticket when you were like three or something like that? No? I did. Okay. I did. I was, yeah, I walked away from a pretty nasty drug bust when I was uh, in pre-K. <laughs> um, I, I grew up with white privilege, but I also grew up with Philly privilege where jaywalking doesn't exist. You can just, people just like, there's like a lane on the highway for people walking in Philly. Like nobody pays attention to any kind of like crosswalks or traffic at all i did watch a video of a fight on the highway in philly the other day i don't know that doesn't have anything to do with walking but i just saw two dudes fighting on a divided highway yeah that sounds exactly right they had to get there somehow philadelphia is a place where you can see like a like dirt bike gang and like a posse of black cowboys and like a fight between like two like blackout drunk Irish guys, like within the same hour. Did you see all those Italian dudes protecting the Christopher Columbus statue? So funny. In, in like <laughs> Southern Philly. I did Who not see that. Who cares about Christopher Columbus? Who gives a shit about, why would you want the statue? They love the dry salami so much. They beat up, <laughs> they beat up a reporter and then the cops made the reporter leave because they were all white. So yep. maybe that's when I found out I was white. The other day? Yeah, just no, watching they, that. Yeah, I, found about, I found out about four days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. Finally, does like, Phoenix, does the Suns Arena ever get Philly rowdy like that? I imagine Suns uh, fans is very docile. Arizona sports in general, are the it's the worst fandom. Every single sports game you go to, it's 50% like Arizona fans, 50% the other team. So... If, mm. if we're playing any major market or like Midwestern team, it's more fans. Like I went, me and uh, my best friend's a Pistons fan. So we went to the Pistons game and uh, almost entirely Pistons fans. Sneaky for- amount of transplants between Phoenix and Scottsdale there. Yeah. A lot of people move for the weather. Which it sucks ass. It's way too hot. I don't get it. But- yeah. I don't really understand the vibe of like, I want to be in 110 degree heat for like four months. Makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody come, who lives, come everybody to LA. Lives. Yeah, you're gonna be right at home during Clippers games because it's it's sixty percent the other team. I'm so excited for Clippers. I was so excited for Clippers games. That oh, was gonna it's like still gonna game. happen. We're all going to a Clippers game. Oh, Clippers games are great. Clippers Clip, meeting Clipper Daryl did really change my opinion of this city. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> How so? Give us details. I mean, I was just like, damn, this dude is old as fuck this guy is like who knows how old clipper daryl is he might be 206 he could be any age he could be 16 he's like a fucking (laughs) robert pattinson in twilight like yeah he and that dude just loves he's lived forever and he's devoted his life to going to click clippers games to the clip he loves the clippers he was at la sports arena rooting on michael ola with candy (laughs) <laughs> in a two-tone suit that's just that's bananas to think about 
And I, I just appreciate his heart so much. Kind of reminds me of Madam Secretary, honestly, just to, just the ability to persevere and stay focused on the, the greater goal. Daryl Clipper is the Taylioni of yeah, Daryl. Daryl Clipper is his government name. Daryl Clipper. <laughs> Did you just? <laughs> wow. Listen. If it was a Bond movie, yeah. Better to be lucky than good sometimes, you know? Daryl Clipper. Clipper. Daryl Clipper. <laughs> not, not, let's talk. So your plans obviously got fucking shattered to go to LA. What, what's the plan now? When, when is, did you have a place lined up? Did you like know where you were going to land? Uh, my lease ended literally today on the oh. house that I had. So, uh, I mean, my actual plans got canceled the second coronavirus. Like the second Rudy Gobert started coughing, my plans ended. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, fucked up so many people's lives. He's going to be in history books forever for the worst reasons. That video of him is never going away. I know. Right. I, I I feel bad for him because he, I mean, he, in reality, he did not start the fucking yeah. NBA cancellation, but like, he's going to be the face of it forever. He yeah. didn't start the Rona. Yeah. It was always burning since the world's been, sorry, I'll keep going. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> do we, do, uh, were we right to call him Freedom Fries then? Let's talk <laughs> about that. Yeah, no, that's his nickname now. Everything else is off the table, but Freedom Fries. Yeah. Stifle Tower out. Freedom Fries in. <laughs> call them Freedom Fries. Yeah. <laughs> what a putback by Freedom Fries. <laughs> you know, like Donovan Mitchell called them that one time out of anger and completely embarrassed him yeah. in, a lock, in the locker room. He hates him so much. Yeah. Um, but what a weird thing. We, I think we've talked about this before, but I, I still think about it all the time. Why is Donovan Mitchell out here, like, just routinely being like, I'll never forgive Rudy Gobert? Is that real? I thought that was fake. I thought that was some, some, uh. Did he, like, publicly comment on it? Again? Fugazel. Like, several times. I don't think, I think it's been a while, but I'm just like, why would you be commenting on your friendship with the teammate in general? It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been. It's there been a while. Get them out. Get them out. Get them all out right now. Butters, we're going to take a quick break to tell you about Bet Online. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, betonline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and Bet Online is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you even need more, then they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something else other than sports? BetOnline has hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and prop bets to check out. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, baby. Blue wire. Bet online. Your online wagering experts. Okay. Back to the show. Uh, 
guys, speaking of the NBA, this is a podcast about basketball. Uh, you don't say. You've probably heard by now if you're listening. We did talk about it a little bit as it broke on Thursday. Uh, but uh, Kyrie Irving has led a revolt against restarting the NBA, uh, citing concerns for the ongoing Black Lives Matters movement and protests and also health uh, reasons surrounding coronavirus. Uh, is Kyrie Irving going to cancel the NBA? Kyrie Irving, just so we're also clear, and, and Joe, I guess I'm clear, is like cannot play, right? He had having yeah. shoulder surgery anyways. Yeah. Well, the Nets aren't even in the playoffs, are they? Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. they are? I think oh. they're, I believe they're eight. The eight seed, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And he was he was already shut down. He was already shut down. Kevin Durant is also confirmed not to come back no matter what this season. Uh, I will say uh, Kyrie, while he is not does not have a stake in terms of playing this year, he has a stake as the VP of the NBA Players Association, and he has to he has the obligation to voice concerns from other players for these things. I think and that what, is fair. But I think it, it's it's only yes, it's only problematic not because of like anything about what he's voicing his concern of but it's just who Kyrie is in terms of the history that he carries with him for all of this shit like he is the boy who cried flat earth there's no way around it and even if he is like on the side of like like uh, dismantling systemic racism and like doing everything to keep the health and safety of his coworkers in a good place. He's never come into any position from an, like a truly understanding or educated perspective before. So it's just hard to kind of wipe that away, even though that aligns me in saying that with like the Clay Travis's and Doug Gottlieb's like the, the annoying thing is there's just truth to it. I mean, but I mean, I don't know, man, he already said he knows the earth is round now. How long How long are we going to hold him to that? He said he knows it's round now. I think it was Did, also the quote itself that he said sounded very conspiracy theory-esque. He was like, I don't know, man. Something's fishy. Something's not right. That's and true. Also like, Especially because it was during a time where Trump was already in office and, like, so many people were already screaming, like, yo, like, fake news and misinformation matters. So for you to try to dance this line of like, oh, I was kidding, or oh, it doesn't matter. Like, it all matters. I think Mel was talking about his quote in regards to starting the the league back up, right? That's when he said it was fishy? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he just said, I don't know, man, something's fishy about this. And and he's right. That's the problem. He is right. There is some fishy shit here. Totally valid. And, like, the NBA is, like, not the liberal bastion that we all celebrate them for being. I mean, them doing it at Disney already lets you know to say, you know, they're not doing this for the people. This isn't like when Madam Secretary went to Cuba, okay, and got the embargo lifted. It's not like that. All right, they're trying to get it back. And they and they have a TV deal that they have to uh, fulfill with ABC. This is about contracts. If you uh, email us at airbudspodcast at gmail.com and tell us the exact number of Madam Secretary references that Jamel has made in this episode, Jamel will send you a jersey. Oh, I ain't done. But <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah, I will. My most executive um, jersey. But yeah, uh, Kyrie is not the perfect messenger for this message, uh, but that doesn't mean he's wrong. It's kind of a bad... It's becoming more and more clear 
every day, in my opinion, that it's like a bad idea to fucking start the NBA back up right now. It's super flawed, especially like they're basically like stuck in hotels for three months and they can't see their family. Like if I was a player, I don't, it would not be a fun option. Also, it sounds, sounds terrible. It sounds awful. Yeah. It's akin to, I mean, look, they're getting paid millions of dollars. It's like a very wealthy indentured servitude. It's like, come yeah. live in our bubble. You cannot leave. You cannot see your family and you are here to entertain us. It feels weird and wrong, in my opinion. Well, it's not college football. Yeah, see, yeah. My, the other side is, I mean, well then why do any, I mean, that, the motherfucker, they, they golfed yesterday. They had the fucking them golf asses out. Yeah, but I, they don't get sweaty and touch each other like skin to skin in golf. <laughs> I yeah, you, you don't golf like you don't golf yeah. like I do, Holmes. You, you yeah. ain't been to my my country club. I need Jamel, to click. Uh, I need to click on the golf category on Pornhub.com. Yeah, Jamel right. Johnson's contact golf is the number one porn category searched. Yeah, you ain't you ain't seen my channel. You ain't seen my Pornhub Premium channel. What What do you guys think? If I go to Pornhub right now and search for golf, what do you think is going to come up? A ton of porn. I'm, I'm going to look. Right I'm now. looking right now. You guys, you guys keep talking. <laughs> Seems like some like hitting your ball sack with a golf club. <laughs> yeah. I also, this like is nothing more emblematic of how we converse on this show than talking about the social injustice and like, uh, like capitalism of crony capitalism right into golf porn. That's just, that's on <laughs> brand. If nothing this else, is, this is what we do. Okay. We're it's called running an offense. <laughs> You know, I don't know why I didn't think of this, but it is mostly just people fucking on golf courses. Yeah, yeah, yeah straight up. Yeah, of course. You man. can get bent over a, a golf cart so easy. <laughs> there was just a butt, and I just showed you guys a butt. Um. Anyways, yeah. Uh, what were, what the fuck were we talking about? Systemic racism? What? Yeah, this is a yeah, bad. Yeah. I, this is a bad idea. You're saying this is a bad idea from a social standpoint. Or, or is it a bad idea from a health standpoint? Or is it a bad idea from a player safety standpoint? I think it's all. It's a bad idea from all of it, from all standpoints, I think. I don't know. I think what the right thing to do would be to cancel the season, guarantee every player's contract so that they make their money and fucking wait until... <laughs> Florida isn't like having record highs in terms of Corona cases and also let the players focus on uh, their, their protests. If they, if that's what they so pleased to do and so many have. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's something where like it's, it's frustrating because, and this is just like an American problem and a definitely like a Trump problem too, but no one has been able to rally the country and say, yo, guys, I know it looks like we're throwing our economy off a cliff, but if we just all hunkered the fuck down for four to six months and everyone wore masks for the next two years, we would save millions of lives and we'd all get to play basketball sooner. Like everyone should be united in a cause here. And yet, because we are broken as a country and with our leadership, we're not going to get to do any of it now. Like, I feel like there's just as much risk and going to be just as much risk for them to start next season too. Like why is shit going to be better during flu season in December? Yeah. It it's just super fun. <laughs> yeah. what, what, what if it was in a cooler city guys? What if we just got it out of Orlando? 
Like what? You know what? I mean, let's just move this thing to, you know, Chicago cooler. I keep hearing like Boise is the new Portland. Boise what? is pretty cool, actually. It, I've never uh, been. A, that's where the clan is? Get out of here. Yeah, I've been there one time. Boise sucked ass. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck out of here. They, they sell like 3% alcoholic drinks, and you Ew. can't buy them past like 7 p.m. They're All like right. government liquor stores. All right, I take back everything I say. Fuck yeah, Idaho fuck and everyone in it. If you're yeah, listening to us sucks. in Idaho, unsubscribe, bitch. Move and then unsubscribe. Move to <laughs> Seattle. Move to Washington and then unsubscribe. Um, is there an auto zone in the Capitol Autonomous Zone in Seattle? No, podcast over now, Mike. <laughs> yeah, did you just ruined our whole podcast forever? Is it done? <laughs> Wait, now get in the zone, <laughs> autonomous you know zone. Definitely- <laughs> you know who definitely wants to start the season back though? Who? Fucking uh, Gordon Hayward's All Lives Mattered. Ass. Oh yeah, what a so piece of garbage. To he get is. back to basketball. Yeah, I, um, I'm I'm so torn because like I have grown up with activism in sports like the two are connected and i'll tell that to ben shapiro and i know and like i don't know who i don't know who wins if they if they don't play i really don't know who wins i honestly the way 2020 is going down if they actually do restart the season and they will there's no way it ends well. Right? No way. There's Someone's fucking no way it ends well. Yeah. Just get some scabs. Just get scabs in there. That would be very fun if there was like uh we had a replacement league for like half a season. I this don't is know. the Dude, moment for the big three, man. The big three can do this because it's so many less players. What was and that big Keanu three Reeves could be movie? fun here? The Matrix. Was he Big three movie? He did a no, big the three re- movie? the replacements, right? Where yeah, the played, replacements. He was a uh, scab yeah, yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Get yeah, Keanu Reeves. On TNT every day. Get Keanu Reeves to be a scab uh, point guard for the Utah Jazz. His name was Johnny Utah on point break. It's, it fits perfectly. It could work. Yeah. You guys seen Joanna Man? Yes. Of course. <laughs> Just watched that yesterday. I hadn't seen it since I was like five. That movie's aged incredibly poorly. <laughs> like so poorly that movie it's would pretty, never be made again yeah it's I'm, pretty bad did they actually did they have WNBA players in that too I think they, they probably had some real heads in there I mean I think there was yeah there was I think Lisa Leslie was for sure in it right I mean if you're gonna freak out about Gone with the Wind I feel like you can equally freak out about Joanna man <laughs> but speaking of know. you know it shouts out to Maya Moore for uh sitting a year ago right we were talking about this before the podcast she was Kyrie Irving before Kyrie Irving yeah Yeah, which cool as hell and also in a similar situation where we were like uh and even when when that when that happened we were like huh what are you talking about season ain't even happening she had sat for a year it was like prison reform too right yeah, and was like, not, I'm not coming back until this dude gets yeah. out of prison. I'm yeah, st- a family friend of hers life. was in prison unjustly, and she basically left to devote her career to learning the law and getting him out and then moving on to prison reform in general. Right? Yeah. She's uh, I, the fucking bomb. Yeah. I actually found a uh, clip of 
her commenting on Kyrie Irving right here. Hold on, here it is. I can't share because someone's recording, but I'm going to just drop it right here. That's oh, my bar. Shit. He copied my oh, whole fucking shit. flow. That kissed me through the phone. He copied my whole fucking flow. Oh, word for shit. word, bar for bar. Ah. See? Yeah, you guys did. Yeah, that was her uh, talking to uh, Cheryl Miller. Actually. So here's the thing. The, here's how uh, sound cards work on computers for these. Uh, we couldn't hear anything that you just played. <laughs> Tim will, Tim got us. Tim, Tim okay. Okay. Oh, Tim gonna okay. slot that in. Ready? There. Here we go. Uh, three, two, one. That was fucking wow. hilarious. Wow. wow. Funny. Honestly, wow. Yeah. And impactful. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, uh, we all heard it, but walk us through what we just heard. <laughs> it was Soldier Boy talking about Drake. Uh. Yeah. It's my bar. Um. Yeah. Uh, guys, I looked it up. Lisa Leslie was not in Joanna Man. Uh, Damn, you talking? Yeah, I was look say, at that. I didn't, I didn't think she was. But she was in Joanna Man, though. She has eight acting credits. How many of those do you guys think did she play a character named Lisa Leslie? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say seven. Yeah, same. Less than you think. It's four. Oh, yeah. Name uh, these she, credits. Let's go. She's uh, a versatile actress. In 1976, she must have been a baby. She was in something called Pipe Dreams, playing something called somebody named Mary Alice. I don't like the title of that. Uh, <laughs> that is also that, that I think I saw that uh, before I searched for golf on Pornhub. Um, 1997, she was in an episode of Arliss playing Lisa Leslie. Uh, 2002, she was on an episode of One on One playing Rochelle. Uh, 2005, Inconceivable, playing Lisa Leslie. 2012, Think Like a Man, playing Lisa Leslie. 2018, she was in Uncle Drew, which I will say is a better movie than you thought it, think it would be. She played Betty Lou. She was one of the old uh, hoopers. Um, okay. 2018, she was in an episode of a show called Speechless, playing Kendall. And then in 2019, What Men Want. Madam Secretary. No. She played Lisa <laughs> Leslie in What Men Want, but we should get her on. Med Is Madam Secretary still on the air? No, I think it ended okay. last year, but I would love, like, when they do the, like, reunion show, we'll get her in there. I guarantee we're the only podcast in the history of podcasts to have listed every one of Lisa Leslie's acting credits. That's how we roll, man. Shouts out to One on One. That's an underrated, that's an underrated sitcom. I don't remember One on One. What was it? One on one was basically uh UPN UPN's next joint after Moesha. It was uh ah, what is her name? It was like the daughter, the youngest daughter from Dr. Doolittle. Kyla and, Pratt. Yes. I, I remember the Fleck, show. I had such and, a crush on her. Yeah. And Flex Matthews is her dad, and he's a uh he's like the sports guy on the local Baltimore news, and they live in a loft together, single dad vibes, and he's got a neighbor. A quirky neighbor comes through and then they just get into hijinks and she's also dating the human from cousin Skeeter. <laughs> okay. The IMDB page tells an interesting story that I want answers to. Okay. Uh, the show, I, I, I vaguely remember it. Uh, I would have never guessed that it lasted 113 episodes. Um, Kyla Pratt was in all 113 Flex Alexander, the father, was only in 97. 
So did yeah. he get fired before the last season? Why? Like what happened? They went another way. I think there was some sort of, I think, I don't know if it was a network rebrand, but they like switched the whole vibe of the show. Like she was in college now and uh, cousin Skeeter head ass was in like a band or something. They like turned the shit into like California dreams out of nowhere. Um, Kyla Pratt, if you're listening and we know you are, Hit us up at Airbuds Pod. Uh, we want you on the podcast. We want to talk about one on one. Would love to have you. She's been yeah. in. She was in. She was in a Nike ad with Lisa Leslie. It all comes full circle. Come on. There you go, guys. This is what we talk about when there's not a lot to talk about in regards to basketball. I'm just still fucked up about this, like everybody sitting thing, and the and I just don't know, son, because I think we need the bread. I think the cause needs the bread. Well, let me ask you guys this. There, I was listening to uh, Kevin O'Connor and uh, what's the other dude's name on that podcast? Chris Not Vernon. Kevin O'Connor. Yeah, Chris Vernon and Kevin O'Connor. And they were like talking about this and they were saying like, we understand the concerns and we agree with them, but the players would have a much bigger platform if they were to actually play. So like, if they really are concerned with social change, then they'll play. And I'm like, I don't get, like, how does playing in basketball games give you a bigger platform than going out the protests? Um, I, I think the platform shit is bogus. I think it's purely about the money that comes from it. It's 100% about the money. At the same time, though, like, 50 million people are watching. But also, like, they're, they're going to, if players kneel, they're going to mention that the players kneeled and then they're just going to talk about basketball and that's it. That's so like, exactly how I feel. Like, it's not like they're going to give the players a half hour before every game to like have speakers come up and like deliver speeches or do a March or anything like at most they're going to kneel during the national anthem. And maybe whoever the player of the game is that gets interviewed afterwards might say hashtag black lives matter or something. I don't like, think it's not- a guarantee that it'll be, just like they walk in there and it's a bigger platform, but I think it's disrupting something that we've never had before. Um, like everyone is starving for this. Like 60 million people watched Phil Mickelson and Peyton Manning play golf. Like, so I think there is just something to like, um, you know, like there's just something to like, there is going to be this platform here. Like there is going to be a platform that like but, is just different than the, than what we've been used to for the last three months. That's all. I don't think it's it's like just they walk in and the platform's there. It's up for them to be able to kind of capitalize on it. But like I think that that there is something. There's just some basic truth to it. But and I'm I'm still I don't like the 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 platform isn't what like I want to see dudes hoop and donate the money. I think that's, I think that's, uh, that's a great way of doing it. It's the only effective use of the time because I mean, people have been speaking out publicly in sports for decades. I mean, this is just what it is. They threw the fist up at the Olympics in the sixties, bro. You know, like that's just, that's just how everybody's going and how it's always been. But I mean, the dudes who don't have to play is the owners. They don't give a fuck. Right. They're just sitting back and then they're probably giving money to Trump's ass anyway. We just got to. F- 
it's like guerrilla warfare. And I think it's all about just keeping the money coming at this cause. It's the only way we can keep the train going. And I mean, and of course, I want to watch him play. And yeah, I got, <laughs> and yeah, I'm in second place in multiple fantasy leagues. And I would like to maybe see if maybe I could maybe get my bread back. Yeah, all of that is true. I completely forgot about my fantasy team. <laughs> Dude, Holy I still shit. look at them. I look at my shit every day. For no reason. You I just go up. and you just yeah. wistfully look at your lineup and be like, no yeah. games, no games I, today. I, I turn on Anita Baker and I look at every available free agent. <laughs> I'm in a keeper league. I'm in a keeper league. I picked up John Wall uh, like a week ago. Is John Wall definitely not coming back for the for the yeah. summer league? E- even if it was to whatever happens, he's not playing. He can't play. It's all contract stuff. Right. I mean, you explained, I think, before that they don't get the insurance exception if he comes back, right? Yeah. And I've even he's done an interview where he basically John Wall's not great about being like uh candid in it and subtle. So he basically he let it be known on Instagram the other day. He was like he was saying like they are gonna play like he the way he was wording things was very clear that he's not thinking about playing in these games. And I don't care if it scabs. I really don't. I think it'd be fine. What's the point of the G League? Get some scabs. You know who is going to be playing though? Fucking uh, Devin Booker's hot ass. (laughs) Ubre's hot ass. Uh Ricky Rubio's hot ass with a beard. Pretty hot. Y'all got hot dudes, beard and no beard. Is Phoenix the hottest team? You've got up there. And it's up also there. the widest variety of hot dudes, I think. Like, yeah, I put you, DeAndre you, Aiden up there too, man. DeAndre Aiden, oh, Aaron he's Baines. A, he's, a, he's a cutie. Yeah. I'll say it. They should make one of those like calendars. Oh, for oh, sure. Like a fireman's calendar? The, no, yeah, like an advent, like advent calendar. Also, yeah. I have so many opinions on DeAndre Aiden. He's my second or third favorite player on the Suns, but in, is like an insane person. Have you read any articles about like his personality at all? No, please, what is, please what school is he up us. To? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So before the draft, and it was that was the only time that any Arizona team has ever had a, like the number one pick in the draft, and it was like DeAndre Ayton was the obvious guy. I at the time did not want Luka Doncic, and it didn't that did aged very poorly. But uh, there was it might not play. have. Apparently, he's like in awful shape right now. And uh, the, yeah. The Mavericks uh, tried to like course correct on social media by posting photos of him working out, but like someone immediately pointed out that those are like months old. <laughs> yeah, he's holding well, yeah, the newspaper. But like, uh, <laughs> but like before the draft, they were doing like uh, just like articles about DeAndre Ayton, and there was one where when he was boarding a team bus for when he was playing at U of A. Uh, he was boarding a team bus and some reporter asked him like are you ready for this game DeAndre and he said uh, my name's not DeAndre my name is Alejandro who is this DeAndre you're talking about and everyone was like what the fuck and then they like interviewed him more and his thing is that he has like multiple personalities oh no like at different times of the day he's like a different like sometimes he's a guy named Alejandro sometimes he's like a there's like another name he's like different personalities and he addresses like he'll say like i have no idea who deandre is my name is alejandro actually and it's really (laughs) weird and then when he he got drafted by the Suns, and then like 
60 games or no it was this season uh right before right after he came back from his suspension he uh was in the locker room and there was uh i think he had a devin booker bobblehead in his locker he had a bag of popcorn and he was trying to feed popcorn to the bobblehead and then was like having a conversation with the bobblehead in front of all these reporters who were just like what the fuck are you doing yeah, I, like weird bits. I'm like, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and call it right now. He's got Dwight Howard vibes all over him. Oh man, oh, that's not no. great. Yeah, like like the annoying guy who thinks he's funny and trying to do all that's these. It's like weird worse bits. than multiple personality disorder, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. He is an 18 and 12 guy though. So yeah. yeah I yeah. mean look. really can't say no. Yeah. Let him be I, strange. You just got to let Dwight be strange. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We though, all got so bummed. Yeah. You're, sorry. Yeah. Man. You're going to have to deal with this fucking annoying jerk for the next like 10 years. Man, I so like, he's so cool. He's like fun. He's so fun to watch. Especially oh, yeah. Live, he's oh, very, just just he's wait. Really good. Just it's wait just, till you guys great. make the playoffs and he shows up in a, like a, a Bob, like a, like a bachelorette party wig. Yeah, <laughs> he's God. like he's saying his name's like Guntog. Yeah, it's gonna be like a decade of pain. I already know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like you guys, what you, you you can make a run right now. Like you have so much young talent, and like this is such a weird situation that the NBA is heading into. Like, I would not be surprised if the Suns go deeper than everyone is expecting. I mean, they've made it. We have a five-man rotation that's like statistically, I think, maybe fifth or sixth of like the best rotations in the league. It's uh, they take out Dario Saric, they play small, they put Kelly Oubre at the four, and they play Mikhail Bridges at the three. So it's Ricky Rubio, Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, Kelly Oubre, and then DeAndre Ayton. And that's that five-man rotation is really, really good. Super nice. Efficient. But. Yeah. I fuck with Baines. I mean, but Baines was crazy for you guys this year. Yeah, doesn't Aaron Baines like have technically like the greatest shooting game of all time <laughs> for you guys? Yeah, or like his like PR or something is like, like out nine, of this world. He had, like nine threes in one game. Yeah, out of nowhere, it's so sick. Yeah, I love our team. What's the deal with Kelly? Is he would he be playing in the uh, NBA Nationals? Yeah, he's I think back? he. I yeah, I think he's back from his. I think he's healed. Get the do you think? Listed. Do you think the song he's releasing tomorrow is going to be fire? Oh, no, we, of course not. We have not <laughs> talked about that yet. Uh, Kelly Oubre, if you're listening, uh, by now uh, supposedly has released a song. Uh, just before we started recording, he posted some kind of album art onto his Instagram, which was him in an anime style playing guitar while a woman uh, looked upon him. Uh, I mean, the art is bad, so I'm going to guess the music's bad. <laughs> I hope he samples uh, the Transcenders. Uh, you know who those guys are? Did the mm -hmm. theme song from Madam Secretary. You could get, it's like a real nice, uh, you know, orchestral vibes. You know the song Worth It by YK Osiris? No. No. It's a, not a good song. Never mind. Tim, put about there. 11 seconds of that. Put yeah. about 11 <laughs> seconds of what Nut just said up in there. That's what I'm expecting, though. <laughs> and I'm really excited for it. It's going to be my favorite song. I'm playing it all the time. You have to. Um, all right. You got to rep the brand. 
I'm just re-looking at the picture and I'm noticing that in the background of uh, him just, you know, yamming on a guitar with a lightning bolt coming out of it, uh, there's a cop car on fire. So it might be uh, it might be more political than I think I would have given him credit for. Is he going to do punk rock Wayne? Is this about to be rock Wayne on this? Maybe. You know, I'm actually I'm I'm wearing a shirt. Ellen Iverson's uh, rap career represented here. Jules his rap name. 40, 40 bars, bars from a crook. Wait, I, was, a, I did not know that. Yeah, oh, you don't know 40 oh, bars. Man. Oh my god! No, you got to go listen to it. Uh, it, it when he dropped it in the year two thousand, it was such an overblown controversy. Uh, being from Philadelphia, I think maybe it was more overblown for me than you guys. I don't know if you guys remember when it happened when we were all young oh, little of babies. I remember, but it, it didn't like rule like the day. I just remember the NBA being there. It ruled. Wait, how how old that? were you guys in two thousand? I was, I was like 13, 12, 12, 12 I was 15 or 16. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was two. So that's the, yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah. there we go. Yeah. There we we go. got a zoomer on our hands guys. Um, okay. Zoomer. <laughs> but yeah, I, in, in, uh, in Philadelphia, uh, it was as if someone like assassinated the Pope, people were so offended. Like it was insane. Uh, how people were acting like Allen Iverson just destroyed all modicum of decency. Uh, yeah. But I just was what? like, well, there's so many other basketball players that have put out rap songs by that point. You know, what's funny about them being mad about that song too, is he does say some problematic stuff that he wouldn't be able to get away with now. Oh no, but, he dropped, he dropped some F words. Yeah. Yeah. But these people were probably mad for the wrong reasons. Yeah, they were like mad his shirt wasn't tucked in when he recorded. Yeah, like they're Literally, calling him the f word while AI is say, also saying the f word. It's just everybody was using f word incorrectly in their protest, I believe. Yeah, I think there were some other lettered words that were probably being thrown around in Philadelphia as well. For sure. Yeah, which is crazy. Friend, well, I, the dude oh. gave, he, the dude, he gave he gave his whole body to your city. Who cares if you like cold cuts, man? Take the fucking yeah. statue down. Stop it. Yep. I'm with them. Hey, shout out Philadelphia for doing the, the right thing for the first time uh, by removing the Frank Rizzo statue. Uh, Nut, I don't know if you're aware since you're a little oh, tiny yeah. baby. Uh, I'm, Frank, I'm actually a grown, big, big boy, big grown baby. Actually. You're a big grown baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Frank Rizzo, if you're listening to this and you know who he is, uh, a avowed out proud racist who Philadelphia has worshiped uh, for decades. Uh, and had a statue that police were guarding during the protests uh, until protesters were basically like, take the statue down or we will fucking destroy everything. And they took it down. Small step, uh, no real reform or change happening in that city yet. But uh, getting rid of that statue was very, uh, it, it brought me to tears, honestly, because growing up in that city and, and seeing people worship that man, uh, it was heartbreaking and angering. And next step for Philadelphia change the Rocky statue to a Joe Lewis statue or a fucking, yeah. Uh, Joe Frazier, Joe like, Frazier. That's what it is. Sorry. Joe Frazier, uh, literally one of the greatest boxes of all time. Uh, and Philadelphia would rather worship a movie prop in the form of the Rocky statue than acknowledge that a black man is an incredible athlete. 
Joe Frazier, also a subpar musical artist. He came out with some music back in the day. That's true. Pre- that is true. Pretty, yeah. pretty shaky stuff. Uh, I uh, think- shout out Joe Frazier, who, by the way, my dad befriended and made a drinking buddy out of because <laughs> Joe Frazier, uh, he went, uh, this is like, like late like late in life joe frazier who was like definitely a little punch drunk a little like brain oh damage. sure yeah no and like fully cte'd out yeah my, my dad like went to like a he was like signing autographs at like a store and my dad happened to be walking by and just like went in and then just like went up to joe frazier and was like hey let me buy you a beer sometime and then like they started getting drunk together for a period of time <laughs> yeah history baby yeah it's cool as hell yeah all right, Anyways, guys. anything else we want to talk about before we wrap this up? <laughs> Young Nut, got any plugs you want to you want to give us? Any plugs? Uh, listen, listen to my music, Young Nut, on Spotify. Please listen to my music because I get paid when people do that. That would be- yeah. I will. I will vouch for for Nut here. He is a very good rapper. He is up and coming. I think he is going to do big things. Oh, stop it! You're just saying that. I'm I'm not. We wouldn't have you on if we didn't fucking like you. Yeah, Benner really doesn't say anything that he doesn't mean. Then <laughs> I can attest to it. That oh, is true. Uh, you guys are sweethearts. Uh well, Jamel, I'm, I'm, Peter, you got anything you want to plug? Uh no, man. Just uh um our Patreon going to Black Lives Matter and uh, everyone stay safe. Uh yeah, do that. Um stay alive, stay healthy. Uh um Shouts out to Tim Daly for just crushing it. I'm about to finish this uh, season two finale. Uh, love you guys so much. Uh, big ups to uh, the whole cast of Wings while I have you here. What was uh, what was your boy's name in Sideways? The, uh, the other one. Oh, oh Thomas, no. Hay- uh, yeah. uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church, yeah. yeah. Hayden Church, gang, obviously, uh, yeah. Steven Weber, shout out Steven Weber. Yeah, yeah. There's something Big about gang. Steven Weber that I'm just like, that guy is definitely a pervert. Oh, yeah, no. He's definitely, yeah. nah. He was all in Fred Siegel acting bad. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Love you. Peace. Peace. For the year 2G, the rap game changed with one name. Jules ain't slain anything on this plane. Remains are found when the best kept secret get heated. You went platinum with a ghostwriter, so in the game you won, you cheated. My slang bang when you need it. Man enough to pull a gun, be man enough to squeeze it. Damn, you don't believe it. Anything to do with millions, I'ma be with it. Hats off to the hardcore niggas, fuck the rest. But my guess, y'all useless, just talking music. Never mistake me for a fake MC, you got the wrong identity. Nigga, I'm